his number started with 811, mm-hmm. right? So I hit nine to dial out. And for some reason, I either missed the eight or I didn't press it hard enough. One one is the next digit. <laughs> nine one one. And like I kept dialing, but for some reason, it just like it went to nine one one immediately. I think yeah, it's yeah. like you just dial nine one because you have to press call first, right? You're right. Like you're not di- pressing the number and looking at it on a screen. That's not how phones work. You would pick up the phone <laughs> and dial and just fucking raw dog hope you hit the right numbers because yeah. early two thousands, early two thousands, nine one one. I keep typing in things, but apparently you if keep that's, typing in nine one one. No, no, no. I don't keep typing in nine one one. I type okay. nine to get out, and then his number was eight one one two four zero four or something like that. But I remember specifically the eight one one. Missed the eight. One one is dialed. So it's the three numbers I just hit were nine one one, and I keep dialing the rest of the phone number, but it starts ringing immediately. I'm like, what? Nine one one. What's your emergency? Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Premiere's gonna be like, ah, where is it going? What is that? Does it like auto line up? Does it have like a thing that you? Yeah, can you can it? literally select everything, right click, synchronize, pick the oh, audio track that you tight. want it to sample, and then it just like slides it into place. Dude, it's I love all the shit that Premiere has now. Like, as someone who doesn't work with Premiere a ton, but still like sometimes does shit for it to like edit our YouTube videos, I find shit like I'll see TikToks or whatever that's like this a way to make this like you know. Dude, I, I'm I'm gonna be. You're gonna laugh at me. <laughs> okay. You're gonna you're gonna be like, Ugh, Nick. But <laughs> it like, I a year ago. It it took me up until a year ago. I've been I I love Premiere. I've been like you know fucking with videos and stuff for a, a while. And um, uh, maybe a little more than a year ago, I just found out what uh, ripple cuts were. <laughs> That's I was my like, boy. I was like, you gotta be kidding me! I gotta cut this shit, and then I gotta fucking delete that, slide everything back. It was, it was embarrassing, quite honestly. But it, goddamn, bro! If it makes you feel better, I use, I always just use the Avid default keyboard uh-huh. in Premiere. Okay. So I just use like Extract. So I just set in and outs, hit X, and then it just gets rid of it and moves everything. Oh, that's kind of nice. It's lovely. That's nice. Ah. Damn. Well, <laughs> sorry for not knowing about video editing. I'm learning. It's okay. Um, <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to episode nine. I think it's 90. 90. Yeah. Oh, wow. shit. Got a nice round number. It's been uh, a while. It's been a while. Yeah. We, you know, the beginning of the year gets busy for everyone, I think. And I am in two tennis leagues and I will never do this again. I have realized. Oh my God, you're in two? Just, I thought I'm, this was just one. I'm in two tennis leagues. Holy bro. Sometimes shit. I'll have like two matches a day and it's like, it's really burning me out. I was like, oh my God, I love tennis. I would love to, I'm, I'm going to join as many leagues as I can. And it just was a mistake. It was a mistake. It's completely burned me out. It's given me no time for my social life or activities that I enjoy. So I will only be doing one from here on out. Today, what have we got? What is the name of this place, actually? Hatch House. Hatch House. We've been wanting to get this for a while on the pod. but So we're recording early today. Two hours earlier than we normally record. And um, because I have a fucking tennis match. Um... This place, we've been wanting to get it for a while, but every time we try, it's closed, because apparently it closes before noon. So, I mean, but it's it very it highly rated, and it just seems pretty simple. Egg sandwiches. Eggs, bacon, Hence you know, cheese, half house. house. Pretty just great branding yeah. all around. Yeah, good, good branding. Fan. We'll see if it holds up. I'm all right. really excited. So, Nicholas, what do, you, what do you got for yourself today, my guy? I got, it's Ooh. called a bacon aioli, aioli sandwich, and it's got, you know... It's got a fried egg, it's got hash brown, it's got crispy bacon, and then it's got something called bacon aioli, which 
don't know necessarily. They just like the... liquefy yeah, bacon. Oh, bro, I <laughs> that's all it is. So. We'll see. What'd you get? Damn, I got a I got a brioche bun. Okay. So it's basically a burger. It's a I burger. Suppose. Bacon, scrambled eggs, pepper jack cheese. And I believe that's it. It's just nice, right. and simple. nice and simple. Nice and simple. That's straight, what I'm saying. These are point. like simple things, but I'm I'm excited. I, I also well. got a single hash brown <laughs> that looks like they they sent like the sous chef to McDonald's, purchased a hash brown, and then they put it no, in no, a box. No, it doesn't even look like it. It looks no, like it's straight up. Like look at this. It shit. Doesn't even look like a McDonald's is, hash brown. That's crazy. This is this is a Trader Joe's. That's hash a Trader brown Joe's right frozen there. hash brown. That's I incredible. have those in my fridge. That's but, crazy. Cheers. Wow, holy shit. Mm. They put a lot of fucking eggs in that. Yours is like overflowed with egg. Yeah, it's three eggs. Wow. Three scrambled eggs. I get one fried egg? That's crazy. I should have gone for scrambled. Dude, I was thinking about the fried egg, but then I was like, it's a three. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah you get more bag for your buck. I got to try I, one more bite. If I do it with fried egg, do you think they put three fried eggs on There's here? There's no way. <laughs> That'd be crazy, though. Just like a stack. Yeah. I also like pancakes. got... I needed coffee. So I got this, one of those La Colombe coffee. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Um, someone write out the etymology of it in the comments below, please. Um, but it's I, I got the triple, and I wasn't necessarily sure what it was. I figured it was going to be a triple shot, mm-hmm. which I was like, that's a fucking lot. Um, it is 175 milligrams of caffeine. It's three shots of espresso. Wow. I'm expecting this to be like kind of battery acidy. Yeah. Is it dark? It's got like no, it's sugar a or milk in it? Oh, yeah. so a latte. Like... It's milk. Milky. Tastes fine. <laughs> tastes, tastes like a latte. Tastes, tastes like a, a canned latte. Yep. Yeah, dude. What's what's your verdict? What you feeling? All right, let's see. I think this is one of those sandwiches, one of those meals that would greatly benefit from freshness. Like, you know, the, the crispiness has started to wear off and now it's just getting a little soggy. Yeah. Um... The taste is really good. Like the flavors yeah. are all there, and I I just think like maybe if it was a little warmer, a little more like right off the hey, here you go, mm-hmm. it would bump it up like a, an extra whole point for me. I think right now it's sitting at like a seven five. Yeah, it's not bad, and again like take it with a grain of salt because we had it delivered and all this stuff. But I do think that that plays a lot into my rating. Yeah, I, I feel like every time we always do the disclaimer of like. You have to always kind of add either like half a point or a full point to what we say because of because of the delivery, mm-hmm. like how how it works. If we could do this like in their restaurant, one, it would be a huge fucking like detriment to them, <laughs> but right. like two, that would greatly improve the food overall. Um, I was initially going to give this like a six and a half. Okay. Because like it just wasn't really tasting like anything. There's a lot of food here though, which yeah. I like very much appreciate. But it like it didn't really taste like anything, and then I got to like the the, the quarter of this that actually has like some like aioli on mm-hmm. it, and it's incredible. Yeah, it tastes really good. Yeah. I also added the hash brown to the sandwich, which I think would have been a huge boon like yeah. for the sandwich overall. Absolutely, they need something cr- crunchy. Yeah, there. like there needs to be like a textural difference because like the bacon helps, but there's not enough of mm-hmm. the bacon to like give mm-hmm. it to you. So like putting that on there really helps. Um, which I mean I can't necessarily review it based on that because I made the change to exactly. it. Um, but yeah, I, I'd sit this at like a solid seven right yeah. now. Yeah. Again, uh, give or take 0.5 or 0.5 so. or, yeah. or, or one or so. But it's it's good. I mean, the brioche bun is is toasted nicely. It's a little, it's getting to that point where it's to be like getting a little more like pillowy. It's a little right. 
um, right. soggy and soft. stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think there was like, I think the smartness of having it be like melted cheese and stuff on top of it doesn't. And then also like searing the bun a little bit, or at least toasting it yeah. probably on the flat top mm-hmm. is like, it, it kind of locks it in from soaking up too much. Yeah, I agree. So that really helps. But like, dude, adding the hash brown was like a, a big plus. Hash browns and sandwiches are always a fucking move, dude. Always good. Always. Yeah, I, um, I'm a, I, they maybe did have sausage stuff, but they're, all their top ones were bacon. Mm-hmm. And like, my qualm with bacon sandwiches is you get just, with a sauce, so- you get a fucking patty when you get yeah. sausage. With bacon, you get like three, li- I mean, it's just like a tenth of the meat that you and get. It, like, and the way that they always do it is they never like do it crossed enough right. to where like you get it in every bite. You get like a tiny bit every like other bite. Yeah. Kind they of. lay it down like railroad tracks. Yeah. It's kind of fucked. But it's always, it's always, it's always annoying. But mm-hmm. I am, I am pleased with this. This, oh. this would be, this would be a breakfast sandwich that I would get a significant amount of time, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this would be a place that I would go to regularly in yeah. the morning. And the prices at the actual um, place are a little cheaper. So I think it's like on delivery, it's nine dollars, but I think it's like a seven dollar sandwich, seven fifty. Oh, sure. So like, not bad, truly. For how much is in this? Yeah, yeah, yep. That, yeah. that seems like a good. I think so too. A good so price too. to it. Yeah, that's that's where the value is. It's from the amount of food, not yeah. necessarily the quality, not necessarily like how well it's prepared, but the amount of food you get is for the price. Which I think great. definitely needs to be considered, even if, like, the food overall doesn't taste incredible. I think for when it comes to like the amount that you get, that should always add a little bit more oh, to, yeah. to the thinking because like, bro, food's expensive. Dude, it is. <laughs> There's this place called OK Chinese Food. It is in. Is it is it is it good or is it just okay? Well, here's the thing. I think it's. For what it is, it's fucking incredible. Mm. For if you're just like looking at it completely objectively, it's okay. Yeah, but right. it's like deep, deep Van Nuys, way north. Yep. You go up there, and it's in like this strip mall, right? You go inside. I mean, the menu looks like it hasn't been replaced in since it was, you know, founded. No one in there is even Asian. Everyone there speaks Spanish. All the customers, all the people working there, all Spanish speaking. So you go in there, and their two big things are they have combo A and combo B, and then they have like you know basically like hot plates of like you know classic okay. stuff, lo mein, fried rice, um, orange chicken, all that stuff like beef and broccoli, all this stuff, right? Combo A um, is fried rice and lo mein and one entree, and combo B is fried rice, lo mein and two entrees. And combo, I always get, I I can't, dude. They give you like a one of the, one of these, but like you know, like a big um, styrofoam one. You can't close. They can't close it. Mm. They give you so much food. It's eleven dollars. It's eleven dollars, and I, I it takes me three sittings to finish the combo B. Three. It's fuck and the food. Oh, I mean, like maybe I think the price is probably playing into me being like it's so good, but it's like it's good, dude. It can influence a decision pretty heavily. Yeah. Eleven dollars. You like literally they they like struggle to close that. They've shit. got a guy in the back whose whole job is just yeah. fucking closing <sighs> the containers. Yeah. Oh He's just God. like the largest man you've ever seen. It's incredible. Highly recommend. Oh. It's this little hole in the wall. It's Dude, crazy. There's a there's a Chinese place that Megan and I always order too. That I, mm-hmm. it's also in Van Nuys. Uh-huh. It, I don't think it's the same place, but I always get this like um, 
uh, like salted fish and fried rice combo. Oh yeah, that's uh, again one of the ones that's like four mm-hmm. times the size of this, mm-hmm. and it is completely filled every mm-hmm. time I get it, and they have to tape it closed. Mm. So it comes and you have to just like peel it off and then you just open it and it kind of falls out a little bit because there's too much and it takes me like three or four that's like so meals nice. to eat, dude. It's that's incredible. what this kind of food is supposed to be like. Yes, including a breakfast sandwich because that's the thing. Like a breakfast sandwich is like combining a full fucking meal into mm-hmm. a sandwich, mm-hmm. right? Like it needs to be a lot, right? This could this could have been just you could have made an omelet with the amount of fucking eggs that are yeah. in here and put that on here, yeah. bro. A ham and cheese omelet sandwich. I mean, granted, oh. that basically is just like a breakfast burrito. But right, right, but still, sound kind of sounds fire. Just, just a thought. The thing with breakfast sandwiches is like, I love breakfast, but and not to not and not knocking this one because this, this is a good one. But like, I think it's so easy. Like, there needs to be something that I can't do for me to be like, this is a fucking worthwhile breakfast sandwich because yeah. I could fry an egg in yep. like less than five minutes. Yep, melt some cheese on it. And put a sausage patty, like, you know, on it. Like, it, or like, you know, it could be a frozen sausage patty or like make bacon. Like, all of this could take me less than 10 minutes and it would taste fucking amazing. So, like, there's got to be some extra thing, whether that be like their aioli, mm-hmm. whether that be like how, like, you know, a level of crisp and crunch that I can't really, don't really have the time to, to perfect. Something uh, for it to be like, okay, this is a worthwhile breakfast sandwich. I will continue to go back to this place, you know? And I'm also of of like the opinion too, where it's just like sometimes you just don't you don't want to cook for yourself. So there's there's something like agreed. There's something like comforting in the fact that like you have you have paid somebody mm-hmm. to prepare you a meal. Yeah, right? absolutely. And sometimes that like having somebody else prepare for you something, it would have never been near what you would have done, right? For sure. Because it's some it's somebody else like right. it's their that's their whole job their <laughs> they're yeah. gonna be better at it so like that's kind of that's always like something that I really love about like eating food that is prepared for me is knowing that like somebody else did something mm-hmm. and that I would never be able to do exactly what they just exactly. did and that's like the cool thing about it mm-hmm. and that's why food is fucking awesome that's why I love food don't you love food anyways that is our detailed review of the Hatch House it's good if you're if you're ever in the I think it's in Van Nuys. If you're ever okay. in the Van Nuys area, I was gonna say, where are we technically? Are we? Te- is this Sherman? This Oaks? is Sherman Oaks. It is. Okay. Yeah, but this restaurant's in Van Nuys. But we're also like, everything around here is so like, especially when you go north. I feel like everything kind of converges. So mm-hmm. like, I could go, you know, north one mile, and then west like half a mile, and I'm in Van Nuys. Yep. Or I could go west three miles and still be in Sherman Oaks. Like it's it's kind of weird. So. Yep. But then I could go less than a mile east and be in Studio City. Like, it's it's all... Everything is so close here. The valley is really weird. It is. Like, my, my address, like, on paper, the, what what the state of California tells me my address is, uh-huh. is Woodland Hills. Uh-huh. But, like, every time I put it into Google Maps, it tells me I'm in, like, Canoga Park. Yeah, that's... And I'm like, where where are the lines? Where, where, where are we? Just tell me. Google. I, in my last place, Google said it was Studio City. But then the U.S. Postal Service said it was North Hollywood. And then sometimes it would say Toluca Lake. I was like, no, I'm definitely not in Toluca Lake. But um, sometimes I got mail that said Toluca Lake. <laughs> Bro, I love Toluca Lake. Toluca Lake is great, man. It's just so goddamn expensive. It's expensive as fuck. You're right on the cusp of Burbank. Yeah. Like, you're right near the hill. Like, oh, God, it's so expensive. It's, we, it's nice, though. We went and looked at an apartment in Glendale that was, like, the exact same price as what we have now. Uh-huh. With, like, uh, no central air 
Like we had to pay for like all all like the utilities. It was like three hundred square feet less than it, and I was just like, "Why is this place so fucking expensive?" It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like the farther west and north you go, like the more you can get bang for your buck wise. But like, bro, it's like you got to make sacrifices somewhere. No. With it's crazy, <laughs> dude. No, Central Earth um, so you know, okay, in Sherman Oaks, right off the right off the four hundred five and the one hundred one, that like crazy interchange, mm-hmm. the gallery by the gallery. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you go down. You know how there's that one like on ramp onto onto the 101 that's just like you're driving down and then if you turn right you're just on the freeway. Mm-hmm. You know that. Mm-hmm. So there was an apartment on that intersection oh that Megan and I just went oh and looked at God. yesterday. Yeah, and it was awesome. Really, it was so cool. Oh, shit. And like the building manager was great, but it was like the the building was built in like the 70s mm-hmm. and they just like renovated it. Sure. So it still had like a fireplace and like. The, yeah. the closets were really small and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I was really stoked about this just because of the wild ass location that right, this is. Right. But like, was it loud? No. Oh, that's Surprisingly, I was like, we, we got it in. And I was like, let's, I was like, listen, we are right next to yeah. the busiest freeway. Yeah. Like, and we're in one of the most like denser parts yeah. of Sherman Oaks. Yeah. Let's be conscious of like street noise. Yeah. And we walked in and we were just like, Damn. It was wild. That's crazy. Yeah, she like the building manager was like, yeah, all the windows are like double paned and shit sure. like that too. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I can I cannot hear that. I I cannot hear that. So what was the the issue with that one? Or was there? It, it was just that it was like a little like small and yeah. like a little more yeah. like the the closets were tiny and then the showers were all because it was it was two bathrooms and the showers were both like the the closet showers. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's no. Excuse me, damn! All that that aioli's yeah. coming back. Um, so like, there weren't like any bathtubs. Not that we like take baths often, right. but like, there's just like closet showers sure. in like a space where like you could easily fit sure. a bigger one. So we we're like, eh, hey, whatever. But it was yeah. It, I we, on paper, I was like, man, this place looks awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about it. We like walked out and we were both just like, eh, I'm kind of bummed about yeah. that. <laughs> and that's the thing. You don't want to like. You'll know when a place feels like good. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the, you're never gonna be like, well, should I live? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But like, so what are some like, what are some things if you found like the perfect apartment, but it had X Y Z that you could overlook for like the perfect apartment? And what are some things that you absolutely need? I mean, definitely parking. Yeah. Sure. Like I like I don't want to have to like find street parking mm-hmm. every night. I've mm-hmm. I've done that for like four years of my life here. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> um, yeah. And like. A lot of them have tandem parking, which like I don't give a shit. That's yeah. that's parking. That's yeah. fine. I don't mm-hmm. care. Um, we'll just move our cars. It's not right. like we go anywhere. I know. But I was <laughs> um, like... And so it was like most of the time, like when we're thinking about it, like our biggest our biggest like immediate concessions are like we can we can overlook like the lack of a dishwasher, mm-hmm. which like we don't want to, right? But we can do that. Okay. Um, We've been looking at ones within unit washer and dryer, but like absolutely not like a must for us. Sure. So like if it's still just like shared laundry, whatever, that's yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, you guys have in unit now? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like they're like full sized ones, like that's next nice. to each other, where like everyone that we've looked at so far stacked. has been like the stack, mm-hmm. which like again, fine. It does it. It does what it's supposed to do. I right. don't care. Right. But like, it, a lot of these things are like we want these things, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of places that have them in our price range that we're like, okay, like let's not. Like, we're not really finding any place that we're going to have to concede any of these right, things. Right, But if we had to, these are the ones that it would be. And, like, those those are the two easiest and biggest ones sure. right away. Sure, um, I'm always looking for Ethernet ports. Yeah. Because for some fucking reason, places don't have them. No, they don't. We, we literally looked at a building. It's got to be a newer building. We looked at a building that was built in 2021. 
in North oh, Hollywood wow. that did not have Ethernet ports in the wall. That's actually crazy. They had phone lines, but not Ethernet. What? Yeah. And I was like, hey, would it be possible to like put Ethernet in here? And he was like, those are internet ports. And I was like, no. That's the, I'm like, these are phone lines. And he was just like, well, I'm, I'm not sure about that. Like, look, I'll, I'll have to check and get back to you. And I was like, what? What do you... You built this building last year. No, that's nuts. It was very weird. And I was like, listen, I don't... Like, I still work from home pretty <laughs> frequently. I do, like, a lot of stuff that requires, like, heavy internet yeah. usage and stuff. Can't be where I'm like, wireless for that shit. Like, I don't want to be on Wi-Fi for yeah. that. And, like, I would have to run a, a cable from the living room into it. And I was like... And I really liked that apartment, mm-hmm. too. Like, mm-hmm. the space was really nice. It was, like, in, like, a, a nice little, like neighborhood in North Hollywood, like right uh you know where your old apartment was? Yeah. Vita? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you go up to Camarillo, uh-huh. like where that weird intersection is, yeah. take a right and then the first left, it was in oh, it really? was right there. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. And I was just it's like nice area. Yeah, it was a really nice area. Yeah. And it was a brand new apartment on the corner. Like the cool windows and like good features and stuff like that. But just like the the one thing that I was like, oh great, it's a new building yeah. and they didn't have and I was like, what it what Wow. How? Yeah. It was That's very nuts. strange. But we, we liked that one. We liked the location. But we were like, it didn't feel like home. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, like, the, the layout of it, we'd have to, like, get rid of a lot of, like, some of our furniture because mm-hmm. it just wouldn't fit. Yeah. Um, like, our, our bed frame, the way that it works is, like, the bed itself sits on top of, like, these drawer compartments. Oh, sure. Right? Mm-hmm. And then the, the headboard gets mounted to the wall. And then, like, things, like, attach to it and stuff okay. like that. So, like, in, in the master bedroom of that apartment there were windows along everything so we couldn't could, mount that so we'd have to get a whole new bed frame windows and then the whole way yeah because it was like it was like a corner and then there were like two windows here mm-hmm. right and then like one big window here so there was just no way to put it what? and i was like why not why didn't you just put yeah. the other window over there that would have made so much more sense you also would have gotten way more light because that's the corner. I'm what fully it, convinced that these new building like designers just want it to look fancy, and they don't yeah. actually think about the practicality. They're just like, yeah. "Oh, let's put, let's do it." Yeah. We then Not we uh, the the last one we looked at we was like our our favorite, which was like in North Hollywood in the Arts District, like right on Vineland, mm-hmm. and it was like the master bedroom or the master bathroom had a full shower and a full tub separate, ooh, ooh. and we were like, "Oh fuck, okay," and like the place was really nice. But it was, like, really cave-like. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, the bedrooms were huge. Like, we'd be able to, like, fully make, like, a dual office for mm-hmm. both of us, which mm-hmm. would be dope. And then I was, like, great. This is, this, is, this is basically what we want. The washer and dryer is on the balcony. And we were, like, that's not a big Excuse deal me? because, like, we can just, we can just do that. But, right. like, why? That like, I just want to know why. <laughs> yeah. And so, and, like, the management wasn't there and we had to like call them like four times to get in and like they wouldn't like they never really picked up and then they like unlocked the doors from wherever the fuck they were so it was like self-guided so there was like six of us in these apartments just like walking around like hi Hi, hey everyone hey you here for the tour yeah yeah. us too yeah we we want to get this place and live here so you can't uh i guess it was just very that's so funny it's so it was so interesting but we were like there's some there were some cooler layouts Mm -hmm. that were like available later in the year and since we're on month to month we're like let's just wait until one of those is available yeah go see it and if we like it then we'll go Go in for it it because that's kind of what we want and it's like a full $300 a month less than what we're paying currently that's great so it's like it's walking distance from Megan's current office and then it's 11 minutes from DreamWorks damn so it's like 
That's that would, perfect. Yeah, that was, that's incredible. And like it's probably I'd, also I'd recoup- 11 minutes from here, too. Yeah, you know? no, it is. Because we, we went from that one to one in Sherman Oaks back to North Hollywood, and it was yeah. like a 12-minute drive. Yeah. That's and I was like, great. great. Love this. It's a this. great spot. It's a great location, dude. Yeah. So we're we're getting there. We're getting there. Baby steps. Yeah. I, I, it's nice that we are that we live in a place that we really, really like, mm-hmm. that we have month to month on. Yeah. So that, that we can nice. just truly take our time and mm-hmm. find a place that we're like, yes, we like this place more than this yeah. place. Yeah, that is nice. Having that that flexibility is is great. Dude. Truly, truly. Fuck yeah. Well, I, I I hope you get to move here soon, bro. Dude, me too. That'd That's, be sick. It'd like, be great for everyone. Yeah, like literally from like that that place to two blocks from all of my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, like Griffin lives two minutes north. Hell yeah. Elise is like two minutes, literally two blocks over. That's crazy. Steph is two blocks south. That's sick. And then you're in Sherman Oaks, yeah, which is like, like a 10-minute drive. drive. Oh. So like every everything is together. Yeah. And I was like, this is... That's this is great. And yeah. now that Megan has to go into the office like once or twice a week now, uh-huh. she's starting Easy. to be like, I don't want to drive an hour one way every yeah. day in my 2002 SUV yeah. with 280,000 miles yeah. on it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want you doing that either. Understandable. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're getting there. And I'm very excited because it feels like we're actually making progress. Because the yeah. last time we started looking with like, like three of the apartments that we looked at in like one day, we were just like, we don't like these. Mm-hmm. Like, not, there was, like, nothing really about... Like, they, it had everything that we wanted on paper. Mm-hmm. But, like, being in them, we were just like, yeah, I don't like it. I really don't like it. Yeah. Like, if it was out of necessity, sure. But, like... Right. I, eh. But you don't need to make a decision. Out of, like, you have that luxury, you know? Right. Exactly. We so got we, we got there, you know? <laughs> so yeah. now it's like, well... We'll just we'll just wait. Yeah, I'm not I'm not rushing anything. I, I don't think this is a decision you should rush. Quite exactly. Honestly, you know, I agree. So, but yeah, man, Thank go Brian. Brian. Thanks, man. Hell yeah! What have you been up to the past? Pff, dude, the last like a month, was, month, yeah, something like that. Month, yeah, yep. dude. Just working on that short. I know it's coming along. Which we're, we're, we're we finally hit the point where Nick and I get to actually work together yes. on it, and so yes. that's fun. I'm so stoked for it. It's so well, dude. I. I've watched that that V two of the Vine cut like so many times. Ah, it's so good. Thanks, man. I, I love it, dude. I was like, I, I finished it, and it was one of those things where I was like looking at it, and I was like, this is, so a way that I really like to work on things, especially when I direct them as well, is mm-hmm. like, um, I know I'm going to be editing them, right? So I, I I know in my head exactly what I need to make scenes work. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, cool. I need X, Y, and Z. Let's get some flavor mm-hmm. if we have time for mm-hmm. it. Um, and we didn't really have time for any of the flavor. So I was like, okay, we're just going to, we're going to put it together. But I was like, I'm going to finish this. I'm going to go home. I'm going to make the project, put all my stuff in there, make all the proxies, basically set up my project so I can sit down and just work on it Mm -hmm. from, from the get go. The love, lovely thing of being an assistant editor where that is literally my job, like that people pay me money for. Um, so I was like. I'm going to do this and then I'm not going to fucking touch it for like a month Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I'm like, let me plus two. It was like the holidays. So I was like, we're going to be traveling and stuff. And I was like, let me just fully forget what set was like. Let me just fully forget all of that energy. Yeah. So that I can sit down and just be like, these are the blocks that I got. Yeah. Let's not worry about how I thought what you thought you were going to do. Yeah. But like take two doesn't look good as take three, but I like take two more. No, no, no. Take three is the better one. Right. We got to get, use that get all that out of your head. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, let me just sit down and cut it. And so I started doing it and I was just like, God, I'm like, I don't know if I really don't know if this is good. And then I got halfway through it and I was like, that last scene I cut was pretty good. I liked that. That mm-hmm. felt good. And mm-hmm. then I finished it and I like washed it back and I was like, is it good? 
Because it's like you 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 spent so much time looking at it and yeah. thinking about it and like putting all this effort into okay, this is what I want it to be, and it's never going to live up to what it is in your head. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact of the matter. The beauty sure. of being an artist is that you're kind of always disappointed, yeah, and that makes you <laughs> shoot a little bit further next time, yeah. So like you're oh you always raise the bar for yourself, yeah, and you always just fall short of it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like that sounds negative. But I, I've always thought of that as, and like I'm like a pretty like pessimistic person. I'll be honest with you. Um, but like it, it's always nice because you know that you're making progress every right. time. Because you move the bar, and then you still don't hit that bar, but you're like, look at that last bar. I'm yeah, like fucking yeah, up yeah, here yeah. You're yeah. like you're like floating way above that last yeah. bar, and you're like, well, cool. Like yeah. because of what you learned shooting yeah. for this bar, you were way over what that one was. But yeah. like you just you just didn't make what you wanted. Mm-hmm. You got you got what you needed, but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't quite what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Especially like at this level where like we don't have millions of dollars and like a right. six month shooting schedule right. to shoot stuff. And like most of most of these shorts and stuff like that that you're going to find at um, festivals and whatnot, which we're we're starting to look at compiling a list of like mm-hmm. okay who who do we want to submit to. Um, most of the people who are like submitting shorts to that shot it for thousands of dollars. Oh, like, great. like we're, we're sitting way down here mm-hmm. in terms of like budget and like more or less ability. Mm-hmm. Right. Then like most people who are submitting to these festivals, they had a couple hundred thousand or they right. had a, some of them, even a couple of million. Really? And like we're, and they shot it over, you know, a couple months. of months or yeah. even a couple of weeks. Like we did all of this in three days yeah. with like, a rounding error of of their budget and like yeah it's i'm like it looking at it from that perspective and like how much work we put into getting us to that point i'm like we fucking succeeded oh yeah like i didn't hit the bar of exactly what i wanted but i got like right here that's and that's what i'm happy with yeah and i think every everybody that i've sent it to has been like dude this is really good i think you like made something really good and i say you as like the royal you like sure the like team. everyone I, involved yeah, yeah of, course, I, of course absolutely i'm not taking credit no, no, for no, this no. Because, everyone, no. i think everyone knows yeah and yeah. i mean like you know mason and i spent eight months really kind of like writing and perfecting the yeah. story and then like uh we got our dp justin who is just like really hit the ground running and he was like dude this is genuinely more planning than i've ever done for like a project like this wow and I was just like, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I usually have a binder of like exactly every shot right. that I want that right. I'm checking them You're off. usually way more prepared. <laughs> yeah. Than this than is actually it. like, I'm kind of nervous because I didn't do as yeah. much preparation yeah. as I wanted to. It's funny. Um, and I mean, dude, he, we showed up and that guy was like, we had, we had like um, a gaffer and an AC that were, you know, they, they helped quite a bit, but yeah. like watching that guy just like. Run, like running around with his like fucking camera, like just building shit the whole time. I was like, damn, okay, we're, cool. I'm like, we're good. Yeah, and like, hands. like both of our actors just really knocked it out of the park. And I think like it's just sitting back, looking at it. I'm like, again, I sure I didn't hit that bar, but like, damn, I'm happy with it. Yeah, and I think that's like where you need to be. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's where we're at. Yeah. And I think I think we're I think it's I think it's pretty nice. I think it's pretty good. And so then the process for like submitting to a festival is it like if you submit. You, you have to submit and then like, oh, maybe we'll get picked or like, how, do, how does it work? Yeah. So like, to, yeah. is it like when, when, when it's picked for a festival, is it like shown at the festival? Yeah. Does the whole team go to the festival and like say, hey, talk about it or what? Yes and no. Okay. Um, depends on the size of the festival. The festival depends mm-hmm. on what you submitted for. Mm-hmm. Um, 
usually like the shorts category is is just one category. Okay. So like <clears throat> you go and you sit down in like the shorts hall and stuff like that, and you see a horror short, you see a drama, you right. see you see a bunch of stuff. Okay. Um, there's like more specified festivals and stuff like that. Like there are specifically like horror and thriller ones. Sure. There's specifically like drama ones. There's specifically for like like Latino stories. Right. or specific ones for like women's stories and uh-huh. stuff like that. There's a lot of like specific festivals that you can submit to. Um, we're kind of right now. The thought is we're kind of looking at like if you were to categorize them as like tier one, tier two, and tier three. We're looking like kind of in the tier two, mo- mostly tier two. Maybe we might just be like, I'm feeling bold. Let's submit to a tier one. Which would um, be what, like a Sundance or something? I wouldn't want to do Sundance. Um, I would probably think like maybe Sedona, which uh-huh. I don't necessarily think is really considered a mm-hmm. tier one. But like in my mind it is. Um, I might even consider South by. Okay. I think South that I think sick. that's really shooting for the stars. Okay. And I don't even think, like I don't, I don't know if we would even like really stand a chance of getting in and but so like, but what's the negative part of you have to pay to submit or something or yeah what? so most of them have submission fees and mm-hmm. stuff like that so you pay you know a couple hundred dollars yeah. it goes to them then yeah. whatever so like normally whenever you see like on like movie trailers and stuff like that when it says like official selection yeah that means that they submitted it to that festival the festival went we want to show this mm-hmm. Selected it and got then showed it. it at the festival. Got so that's always what that means. Official selection of the Sundance Film Festival. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, like, you. you have that, and then they have the awards that they give on top of that. Okay. So, you know, they pick <clears throat> twenty-five shorts. You got third place of the shorts, so mm. you were an official selection and a third place of shorts. You got know? it. Um, other, I mean, festivals do it differently. A bunch of them have different like categories and different ways of scoring and or judging. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, the point of a festival is not necessarily to judge your your stuff it's right. it's more or less in my personal opinion that's not necessarily the way it's looked at a lot of people believe it is like you you are exhibiting your stuff to like mm-hmm. get money and whatnot sure. to me i'm just like hey we i think we were good enough to get yeah in here yeah you know what i mean so that's like great. that's kind of the way that that i've always viewed it mm-hmm. of like we, we're just exhibiting something that we were able to make right and then the festival is gracious enough to be like this is great. Like, this is good show. enough yeah. for us to show. You yeah. know, that's that's, that's cool. kind of the way I look at it. But that's like, cool. yeah, so we'll end up, you know, paying whatever submission fees to X number of them. And mm-hmm. then from your first screening at a festival, I believe you have a year and a half of like a screening cycle. Okay. So once it is screened at a festival, mm-hmm. a year and a half later, it can no longer be shown at festivals. Okay. So that's kind of how it is. So a lot of Got people it. will submit and like usually try to leave it like later mm-hmm. and like will submit and then submit it to a couple of festivals like every couple of months or something like that. Interesting. Festivals are on a on a rotating yeah. schedule, yeah. right? A lot of the times they're like earlier or later in the year around. So like, that it can't be when you're seasons. saying it can't be shown at a festival, it can't be shown at the same festival or it can't be shown at any more any, festivals? Any of them. Oh. It's it's like fully out like oh, you okay. it, it cuz you know at that point sure. like it's it's old yeah it's old like yeah. other festivals have already shown it a lot of people have already seen it and a lot of the people who go to these festivals go to multiple of yeah. them right yeah um, I got it. and then usually from like a bigger standpoint when you show something at a festival usually the only people that like go to them especially if they're doing like press circuits mm-hmm. like if it's like an actual like movie movie you right. know a lot of the times it's mostly just like the above the line people so it's okay. above the line is considered to be the people who are like the true decision makers of of making a movie um, so that's your director your producers typically your like leading leads. actors yeah. your writers and I think that's it Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, I, I I don't think 
Because usually it's that's kind of why like IATSE exists because IATSE is basically everybody below the line right. being represented right. against these people who sure. make millions of dollars who yeah. who put up millions of dollars to make these things. Right. So like obviously like your investment should be protected if you're literally coming in being like I will give you twenty five million dollars mm-hmm. but like I just gave you twenty five million dollars like right. I kind of have a lot of say in right. this so right. like you know right I get it to a degree but that's why sure. unions exist. Um, but the like. A lot of the times, those are the people who would go to it. Mm-hmm. Um, in in our case, since our crew was so small, and it kind of like depends on what the festival is, like what it is that they um, want to show, and like what they want to showcase about it, mm-hmm. it'd be like it would kind of, I, in my opinion, it would like behoove us to like if if because you're not necessarily like just given passes and stuff right. like that, like right. especially for like shorts, we'd probably have to buy them unless. I actually don't know because if we were selected, it might like it they might give us they might allow us like, like four yeah or give us like a certain amount yeah um in which case it would probably be like me Mason and Tyler just mm-hmm. because like we we were like the producers sure. of it and like the writer director and editor sure. um so like it, it it would probably just be us to go like talk and stuff like that but yeah. you know like it I wouldn't be like no you guys can't come if you right can't. like obviously like fucking buy a ticket come yeah. come hang with yeah, us and stuff that'd like be that. awesome but that's like that's the that's usually the thing because most of the time it's it's about selling your movie it's about yes some sense. yeah showing it to somebody and then that's somebody coming to you and being like hey i want to find your was, next one or something yeah i that was really good i want to buy this okay and what so, does that mean um depends okay like sometimes if it's like an independent feature and you show it and then like a per like a, a distributor comes to you and they're like we want to buy this and distribute it mm-hmm. so like they'd come to you they'd buy your movie for x amount of money right. and then they would put it in theaters for a Got limited it. run or Got put it, it somewhere um sometimes people will show up and just be like hey i thought that was really good i would like to fund your next thing I or see. sometimes what happens a lot of the times with shorts and i say a lot of the times i i mean when it happens when it happens yes, it's I this see. is how it goes a lot I of the times I, right i figure because it doesn't happen every very often. short is gonna be yeah no no no, no. um like the the two that come to mind are smile and Whiplash. Mm. Okay. Both of those movies were shorts that were shown really? at festivals. And then somebody... That's adapted into a larger and, thing. And somebody came to them and was like, hey, this was really, really good. I w- I'll give you X amount of money to make a feature of this. I see. Um, and so that's that's what they did. So it's oh. like Whiplash was shown at TIFF and it was just the scene where J.K. Simmons is like yelling at the drummer and yeah. like smacking him and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Who was not Miles Teller. That... Uh, that was recast for the feature. J.K. Simmons, but JK was, Simmons in the short. was in the short. Yeah. Oh no way. Um, so they re they they recast Miles Teller in that and then did it. But the that that was the short. It was okay. like two or three minutes and then they expanded it into that full movie and that's what made Damien Chazelle into who he is today. Right, basically. Right. Um, so yeah, it's 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 interesting. Like you could go and show it and then you know someone can come up to you and just be like, hey, I just want to buy right. the thing. Right. Someone can be like, hey, I will finance your next thing. Someone would be like, hey. I'll give you money and you can adapt this. Into so a then when thing. someone's like, I want to buy it, does that mean they own the rights or they just own like distribution rights or what does that mean? Like, what do they get when they buy it? Depends. I guess you can negotiate yeah. that. Yeah, okay, exactly. It's, it's, it's very much a negotiation thing because like, especially, you know, if you make an independent feature and then you do it, a lot of the times like distributors will buy it and then it, they'll just own the, dis- the distribution rights right, for it. Right. Whereas like, sometimes a studio will come and buy it mm-hmm. and then like you know you'll still be listed as the director or something right. like that but then they own the rights so then sure. they can then sell it to distributors and stuff like that got it 
Um, you obviously, as above the line, will get residuals. Be, or mm-hmm. And, of course, this all is based off of what your contract is, what you negotiate sure, for. Sure, sure. Um, because, they, I mean, you could get nothing out of it. Like, you could have no residuals or something. Very seldom have I heard of that ever happening because that's pretty shitty. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you generally, like, illegal in terms of, like, most contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least, like, the guilds won't let that happen. So like that's kind of the thing. Is, yeah. Okay. Is, you know, there's there's a lot of options, and like one of the one of our things is like, again, setting the bar up here, of like, okay, what is our best case scenario for yes. this short? Yeah. It gets into a festival. Somebody approaches us and is like, hey, we would like to make this into a feature. Yeah. What like what would you do? Um, that's kind of in our thinking our best case scenario. That someone would adapt it into a like full or line. or they would just fund us to For make it one. into a feature. To, okay, um, I see, I see. I, again, being like a first like a first time director, mm-hmm. I don't know if that would really happen. Um, right, just because like it, it. But we're talking best case. It, it does happen. Yeah, it, it, it it does happen. I just would be concerned about someone being like, hey. Go make a feature sure, now, because sure. like, well, I don't fucking know how to do that. I'll right. figure it out, right. but like. That's, <laughs> you better right. be no, right. part of this. I would love, yeah, no, yeah. Um, so like, it's uh, it depends. So like, our our best case scenario when we're thinking is that someone comes to us and is like, "I will give you money for you to make this into a feature," mm-hmm. which like we have a plan for if we were to expand this into. Well, a yeah, because that whole backstory that you were giving me, like when we were on that call, is like I didn't even think about that, but that's that makes so much sense. It ties in the whole like that's fucking yeah. Yeah, I could totally see this. And that's that's the idea is that it would kind right. of be it would be psycho esque where right. like after the first act is like basically a full switch. Yeah. yeah. And then you have the rest of the movie where it's a completely different yeah. perspective. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of like like our thinking about it is like that is our best case scenario. Yeah. For me personally, the best case scenario is we make it into like one festival. Mm. That's all I want. Sure. <laughs> that's I just want to get into one. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Um. And even if I don't, I don't give a shit. I still made something so pretty cool. great. You made something. You're proud of it. You submitted. Yeah. Like that's fucking cool. That's yeah. like a and I and it, like the best part about it is that I made it like with my friends and we yeah. made something that's yeah. like pretty damn good. That's cool. Like we weren't necessarily a professional crew. Right. Granted, we we are a bunch of professionals in our specific groups. But it's not groups. like this is our fucking you know. No, yeah, again, exactly. We so kind of like ragtag people together. Yeah, and it and it fucking worked. It fucking and worked. I'm, I'm like, that's what I'm. That's what I'm like most stoked about and like yeah. most proud of yeah, is that like awesome. we just had an idea and we were like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> that's so sick. That's cool. I mean, like, it is very. I'm proud of it, and I'm like it's barely involved at this. I mean, you know, I will be more, I mean, but like, but hey, I'm, music is a big fucking deal. Yeah, but I'm movies. fucking proud of like just everything that you guys were able to do. Man. Thanks, it's man. So cool, and just like Thanks. hearing you talk about it for like you know past two years at least. You know, like this is something that I, you know, and then seeing you do it, like the fucking, I'm so proud of you, Thanks, dude. Man. That's so Thanks, cool. Buddy. It makes me I happy to see that. like my friends doing shit that like makes them feel fulfilled. Yeah, so I love and that. I think I think that's the thing is that like a lot of the times you know, especially in fucking filmmaking especially like it's it even at like the highest echelon of filmmaking studios and stuff like that it's a fucking miracle that movies get made it's so much like logistics Mm -hmm. so much money so Mm -hmm. much time and effort that goes into it yeah and it's it really is kind of a meat grinder like at the end of the day like you're working so many hours to make these things but like at the end of the day when the thing is built and it's done and you put it in front of somebody that is such a hard thing to do and to have happen yeah. that like it's incredible when it does and especially at this level where oh, like absolutely. most of the time you meet some kid that got an MFA at like 
whatever university they went to. Right. And they're like, I'm writing a script. And that is what they say for like 10 years. Yeah. Like it, it, writing you, my screenplay and working on it. Yeah. Like it's, it's just so hard yeah. to, to, to do it. It's yeah. so hard to realize Absolutely. a story. It's so hard to then take a realized story fucking make it. There are so many steps yeah. where you could just keep iterating on that yeah. one step and never advance it. I mean, because yeah. it's, one, it's scary. Two, it's costly. Yeah. Three, it's just like, it's it's a lot of fucking work. Yeah. And then you sit there and you're like, well, I could just stop. Right. And a lot of people do. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm, that's no fault of their own. Like, right. they have other shit to deal with. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it, it is, it's a hard thing to do. And I think that like, the sheer fact that we, I mean, we have a few more steps until it's fully finished, yeah. but like, the fact that we wrote a story, shot it, edited it, and have like a like a mostly finished product yeah. is crazy. That's awesome. Like the thing is, is now it's like wrapping it up and like sure. finishing it sure. because that's, that's like the next step. But yeah, like, of because course. we we still got like one more thing to do before yeah. we're done. Right. But like all of that getting to that point, yeah. very hard. I yeah. I've, I know people that have that are still editing a short that they shot like five years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, just finish it. Right. <laughs> just, yeah. just sit down. Yeah. Just fucking bop, 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 bop. Do yeah. it. Bang it out. Make, make some tea. Yeah. Sit down and just, just, just bang it out a little bit. By Don't get it right. Bit. Get it done. Yeah. And then, then you can go from there. But sometimes like, done know, is better than perfect. Absolutely. You're not. You're never gonna hit that bar. Just yeah. fucking, just, just get, get it, it done. Wrap you, it. you know, you know, you've got what you need. It may not be what you want, but just finish it. Yeah. That's it. It's so hard. It's fucking hard. It's it really is, fucking hard. I, mean, I get it. Any any creative industry is just like it's the same thing. I know friends who've been working on their debut album for six years. I'm Oof. like, what do you finish it? Yeah. You're done. Right. What is what else is there to do? And I'm sure that's like kind of where like where you were sitting, what, maybe a couple months ago before yeah. your your next album was yeah. done? Yeah. Like what do you do you find yourself hitting like those walls? Like when you're just kind oh, of like sure. well, I could just yeah. not finish this. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, we could just make it into like two, three track EPs and just kind of wait, whatever, like mm-hmm. with our six solid songs instead of pushing ourselves to write six more really good songs. But no, I mean like, absolutely yeah. all the fucking time. But yeah, like, yeah. it's hard. It's, it is, it's hard. I get it. I'm not faulting anyone for doing yeah. it because it's fucking hard. And yeah. that's, you know, that's the thing is like, you, like when you see people like talking about like, Oh, well I could have made that. It's yeah. just like, but could you, so could you fucking, yeah. yeah. I don't do think you could. I know. I like at the end can. of the day, sure. But you didn't have the idea. Right. Skill wise. Sure, I don't yeah. doubt it, but like, there's so much more than the ability to do something that goes into a final product. So much more. Yeah. And the ability, quite honestly, it's like twenty percent of the pie. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's so much. It's so much more than that. It's yeah. so much more than just like being an artist. Yeah. Like, there's just so much more shit that goes into yeah. that. And it's like, even when we like showed up to set for for the short, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if we're ready to do this. I this we might have jumped the gun. Like I. I think we might there, there's always a hint of like I think we're gonna fuck this up yeah like I think we're going to fail yeah but like you hit those roadblocks and you just kind of have to power through them mm-hmm. and, and that's kind of the same with every step right you hit one of those blocks yeah and then you're like okay well I could just stop right but like on set you're like surrounded by people that you are paying to be there to yeah. like finish a product yeah that it's like okay well we've hit this roadblock we can't do this thing what what do we do to, to get it done? Yeah. And that was that was something that I relied heavily on with Justin because he was just like, hey man, we don't have time to do this lighting setup to do this thing. What do you need to make that work? Do you think we have what we need to make it work? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times I was like, listen, I, I really want this thing. I know we can't get that. 
is there a way that we can simplify it right. to make it just be this? Right. So like a lot of it was um, us getting like some some insert shots that I was like, that'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And then as I was cutting, I was like, I don't need these. I didn't even need them. I'm glad we got them. Yeah. But I didn't even need them. Yeah. And that was and you know you just cut around things and that's that's part of like the editing creativity right. is you get to sit back and be like, okay, cool. I don't have what I need to make this exactly what I have in my head. Right. But this is what I got. What do I do with it? Right. And that's. You know, you, you, you piece it together and you do stuff. And that's why, like, a lot of the transitions in, in our short are, like, sound effects. Yeah. Like, bleeding into it. Like, a lot of yeah. J-cuts. Yeah. Um, which I fucking love J-cuts. So. <laughs> and that's, like, you just you just figure it out. And I think that's, that's, that's kind of, like, the biggest thing to most, like, filmmakers. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, any fucking form of an artist, music even, is just... You just got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. And you just got to, f- you, you have to figure it out and then apply whatever it is that you just figured out. Yeah. Because like you can figure it out and then just sit on it for forever. Right. And right. then you never finish your project. Yeah. And then what the fuck was the point? Right. I know. <laughs> You're just saying like, oh, well, you know, I've got this project brewing. Yeah. It's like, okay, but like what does, come what on, you got for it? show it. Like, yeah. you know, like show it and then like, whatever, maybe it falls short. Next thing. Yeah. But like. Build that portfolio. Keep going. Yeah. Keep fucking, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's what it is. It's really fucking just building yeah. your little block castle. Have right? things that you can look back. If, if Even for nothing else, if for you to be like, okay, I just did that. Next thing. I did. You can yeah. see your own progress. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. For nothing. Otherwise, you're just like, I have this one thing. It's right. just like, go. Next thing. Come yeah. on, come on, come on. You're probably not going to be famous. Right. I'm sorry. No one's going to be, right? It's to be one of these people, to be a Christopher Nolan, to be fucking an excision yeah do you know how fucking <laughs> hard and how like like statistically improbable it's that is so like, improbable it's, it's a so lot of hard. luck it's a lot of right place right time yeah it's you know so you might as well barely the 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 skill yeah you barely. might as well at that point just do it because you just want to fucking do it i know yeah. like you, you sit you can't, sit back you can't, if you wait for the right moment it's never yeah. gonna fucking happen you sit there you sit there you will be waiting for the rest of your life mm-hmm. you're you try to make a film and like, sure, you don't have millions of dollars. You don't have a whole bunch of people. You don't have like people who have worked on multi-million dollar things. Yeah. You don't have a hundred thousand dollar camera package. Yeah. Oh fucking well, man. Like it, at the end of the day, you just gotta kind of, you just gotta do it. If yeah. you want to do it, you're gonna do it because you want to do it, not because it's gonna make you famous. Yeah. Because you're just, it's just not. Then it's just that's. I'm sorry. Yeah. You might not. get a little bit. You might get. You might. You might peek a little bit in there. You might. You might get a look inside of the room, but like. You're probably not going to stay You're probably there. not going to stay there. Like it's, that's just how it is. Yeah. You might as well just do it because you want to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Which honestly, funnily enough, will translate to more success than if you're trying to do it for the success. And I know? think I think you end up being happier Absolutely. in the long run. Yeah. Like if you're constantly trying to chase the fucking carrot dangled yeah. in front of your head, yeah. what, you're never, you're never going to get it. You're always going to be dissatisfied. Yeah. And again, I, I talked about that bar, right? You're always going to be a little disappointed. Yeah. So you might as well use that disappointment to be like, well, I bet I can fucking do it the next time. Yeah, exactly. I bet wow. I can get that shot. Yeah. I bet I can, I bet I can write that song. Right. I bet exactly. I can do whatever. Exactly. You just, you just got to do it. You got to do it. <laughs> and that's the issue. Yeah. And it's fucking hard. I don't think we can understate that. It's very hard. It, stress that enough yeah. is how fucking hard that it's is. Hard. It's fucking hard. It's fucking it's hard. hard. But hey, write it. Do it. Take the next step. Finish your project. Make that movie. Yeah. If there's anything that we, as your lunchtime serenade friends, sitting at this table with you while you eat your lunch with us, having this conversation, if there's any wisdom that we can impart on you, it's just fucking do it. Do it. Nike was right, brother. Oh my god, Nike was so right. You just gotta do it. 
You just yeah. got to do it. Just put us in front of a green screen. Someone roto us out because I'm not going to fucking do it. <laughs> nope. Um, but dude, yeah, man, just do it. Just wow. Do it. I'm like, I'm like fucking amped right now. I know, dude. Probably same. the three shots of espresso. It might be a little but... bit of the three shots of espresso, but that was, dude, that was quite the motivational speech. Bro. Thanks. And that's the third fist bump that I've given you. I, I feel good. I feel yeah, powerful. I feel powerful. I'm going to fucking like Thanos snap one of these days. Everything in your life is just going to get done. Yeah. Just do it. Just done. <laughs> Everything's going to get finished. All of my dishes are out of the sink. Yeah, everything. <laughs> That's it. That's everything. all that happens. That's my car, the, the tires have a little bit more air in them. <laughs> yeah. Your gas tank is full. Yeah. Dude, I would love that. That'd be just great. like minor inconveniences yeah. gone. I don't need I don't need to be rich and famous. No. I don't need to I don't need to be powerful. I just need my car to be full. I want clean dishes and full gas. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all so I, I can just sit on my couch like an hour longer. Yeah, exactly. That's all I need. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, folks. I'm sorry to have to cut this sh- a little bit short. Um, not too not too short. No, no, no. Oh, like 10 minutes short. Yeah. That's not too bad, actually. Nick's, Nick's got to go play some tennis. I've oh, got to go no. play some. Ooh. Oh, God. Ah, that oh, almost no. happened. Have you, has anybody in the, in the comments below let us know if you have almost ever accidentally called 911? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did once. Last, last story. I, um... So like in elementary school, they had those landlines. You had to like dial a number in order oh, to no. call out, like <laughs> dial this to, to call out. So um, I I dialed like you have to dial nine, I think it was or whatever. You dial always nine. To get nine. Out. Why is it nine? nine? It's always nine. Dial nine to even get. It. I don't even know what that means. Get out. Like what was that? What was that for? How was how was the fucking infrastructure of well, telephones you're, created? Because you're on like a like a like a local landline thing, you know. If you right, just type in like five one three eight, like it'll call somebody's office. So you have to get right, out of get that out of that. Okay, system. you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So I hit nine, and I remember this specifically because my friend's phone number. Why was I calling my friend from school? It's, I can't it's been remember. Seared into your memory. I can't remember <laughs> the context, but his number started with eight one one, right? So I hit nine to dial out. And for some reason, I either missed the aid or I didn't press it hard enough. One one is the next digit. Nine one one. And like I kept dialing, but for some reason, it just like it went to nine one one immediately. I think yeah, it's yeah. like you just dial nine one because you have to press call first, right? You're right. Like you're not di- pressing the number and looking at it on a screen. That's not how phones work. You would pick up the phone <laughs> and dial and just fucking raw dog. Hope you hit the right numbers. Yeah. Because early, early 2000s. Early 2000s. <laughs> 9-1-1. I keep typing in things, but apparently... You if that's, keep typing in I 9-1-1. Ta- no, no, no. I don't keep typing in 9-1-1. I oh, typed okay. 9 to get out, and then his number was 811-2404 or something like that. But I remember specifically the 811. Missed the 8. 11 is dialed. So it's the three numbers I just hit were 911. And I keep dialing myself the phone number, but it starts ringing immediately. I'm like, what? 911, what's your emergency? Jack? <laughs> Hey man, you want to come over and play some basketball? Like something was, I don't, God, I wish I could remember what happened, but the, the, the cops had to come to the school, uh, just because I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like they could tell it was fine, but they're like, we have to come just in case. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, right, right, right. Make sure this is our job. actually fine. They come. I was like so fucking embarrassed. It was after school. Like it was after school. It wasn't during school hours. It would have been even funnier if it was like eleven. I know. <laughs> like hilarious. you're just you're just in class. I think I I really can't. I mean, my mom worked at the school, so I was like I, I was staying there. I was doing something. I wasn't even. I, I might like have been a kids in her club office. kind of thing. God, I'm gonna have to ask her about that because bro, it was crazy. <laughs> Cops had to come because I accidentally dialed that. Oh, 
Oh, it's so Nuts. funny, dude. I love, I love like the idea of them be just being like this kid called nine one one so many times. We have to go. Yeah. Like there's there's something serious yeah. wrong. He dialed it eight times, <laughs> but it was just you just like just hitting like different keys, and they were just like, what is he trying to like route to? I want to know so the good. percentage of like false nine one one calls committed by kids oh, every year. I'm sure. It's like how many nine one one calls is just like people butt dialing them? Probably a decent amount. Yeah, quite it's probably way higher. Especially than you now think. that if you hold down that button, yeah, it'll emergency call. Yeah, it's fucking. I'm sure that's happened so many times. Oh, I'm absolutely sure. It's got to be way higher than like you think it is. Absolutely. Like way it's got to be it. like like a not significant but, amount of 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 the pie chart, but like more like. In, in a weird amount. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think so. Like three to five percent. I think so. Like that, that feels like it's significant enough to like be put on the table yeah. as like its own thing. Yeah. But like you're still like, why? Right. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find that out and have that info for you next time. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us on this motivational speech. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. I hope you finish what you're doing. Um, even if it's for nothing but your own satisfaction. Um, this has been episode 90 of the Lunchtime Serenade. And we'll see you guys next time. Middle, middle of the day, day middle, middle of the week. week. Peace. Peace.